Hello and welcome to Once Around the Block. I'm Max and this is my podcast about me walking around Australia. We're going to have interviews with random people and yeah, lots of fun stories and adventures along the way. Uh, so what I'm doing is I'm walking, literally walking all the way around Australia. It's uh, going to take me two to three years, I think probably closer to three to four years. Um, and I'm going to walk the whole way. I'm not going to take any lifts, not going to take any trains or trams or anything. The only car I'm going to get in is an ambulance. Also a part of the experiment is I'm not going to um, use money at all, hopefully. I'll, I'll, I'm trying. I haven't yet. So let's get into it, shall we? Day one, I packed my bags, put on my backpack, said some teary, teary farewells and got on my way. Walked through the city through Melbourne and uh, headed northwest up towards Blackwood uh, which was supposed to only be a three day hike but it ended up being a four day hike uh, in, in Blackwood's my mate Dan who I met 10 years ago when I was traveling around Europe uh, we've hitchhiked together before and he's a bit of an outdoorsman so I thought I could learn a th- thing or two from him before I ended up uh, doing anything massive like the trip through the Australian Alps that I plan to do in a few weeks so on my way there at the end of my first day I found myself at a petrol station on a highway and I asked the lady behind the counter if I could pitch my tent out back and a couple of the truckies showed a bit of interest in what I was doing and I set up my camp and I set up my gas stove and I cooked my first lot of rice and I went to sleep no mattress no pillow got to keep this bag as light as possible Uh, next day I walked along dirt roads saw some emus Uh, I think I did like 30ks that day and got into what where did I get to Gisborne where I went to the local pub and um, got chatting to a guy who worked there Nick uh, sorry Rick and he offered me uh, a burger uh, just to as a I don't know just to make sure I had some food I told him my story and what I was doing and I said well no I don't really eat meat so he got me a plate of chips and a slice slice (laughs) A sliced up tomato. It was quite good actually. I didn't get any tomato sauce with the chips, so it was like putting the tomato with the chips. It was good. I met his mate Phil, who was the local, the town drunk, uh, big round belly, pink faced, um, yelled a lot. He was a character. He asked me if this was costing him anything. I'm like, what are you talking about? He's like, uh, are you on the dole? I was like, oh no, I'm not, I'm not on the dole. No, I just uh, don't. I'm not using money. Anyway, so I asked Rick where I should sleep, and he said, uh, there's a park just down the road, uh, and I went down that way, and I climbed a hill, and I pitched my tent, and in the morning, I woke up next to a bushel of blackberries, and I ate my fill and took some more for lunch, and then got on walking into the Lerderdurg State Forest. I did a bit of bush bashing, for those of you who might not be acquainted with that term. It means going off path, going off the track, going straight through the bush. And I did that for a long time, uh, almost half a day. And I found it's not really worth it. There's a reason why the paths go the way they do. <laughs> you end up going down a lot of rocky hills and up a lot of rocky hills. And yeah, you can end up injuring yourself, which I did a couple of times, cut, cut my shin open. But it is nicer though, through the bush. See a few more animals. I picked a, picked a fern leaf and I cooked it up for dinner with my rice. Started my first fire that night in a, in, a, in a fire pit. I ran out of water, 
But there was some uh, some dirty sort of river water down nearby, which I filtered through a sock and boiled with some um, acacia bottle brush flowers, which was quite nice and earthy and hearty. And then, yeah, went to sleep in my tent. Next day I got up and I walked to Blackwood. Bit more bush bashing, got a little bit lost. Sort of, kind of fell down a really steep hill. Grazed my arm on a tree. But I got to dance in Blackwood and uh, we had many beers. Many beers. Cooked a lot of food. I made pancakes in the morning. I'd slept in the wonderful comfy bed. And... uh, took a day off didn't walk that day took the dog for a walk (laughs) Dan was like I'm gonna take the dog for a walk uh, but you probably don't want to come do you and I said quite wittily I said I'd never pass up the opportunity for a good walk it was on that walk Dan mentioned anti-gravity hill that'll come up a bit later but it's apparently it's a hill where it's sort of a real life optical illusion where um, it appears that cars water balls all sort of roll uphill the next day we set off about 2pm me and Dan we were going walking together and we decided we were going to climb the Blue Mountain Blue Mountain Lookout Dan's from the Blue Mountains uh, so he was eager to see Victoria's Blue Mountain and it was quite a nice walk we did a bit of bush bashing we were following rabbit trails up through the up through the hill fog surrounded us the whole day it was like being in a, a brother's grim fairy tale we could only, where the forest would just sort of re- reveal itself through the fog as we walked. Didn't see the sun all day. And then got to the top of the hill and we got got some, a couple of pieces of toilet paper and uh, some leaves and some sticks. And we, the, the, there was a camp sort of fire spot there with some wood left. Um, and we, in the wet, Unbelievably, we got a fire going. And I cooked us up some rice on the fire with some broccolini and carrot and garlic and soy sauce. And it was very, very good. Very good. The next day, uh, we packed up our tents. uh, And we went our separate ways. Dan went back to his place. And I uh, continued on easterly. I'm going in the right direction now. See, I started off going west, but now I'm going east. I'm going to go east up up the east coast and round sort of counterclockwise. So now I'm finally going in the right direction. Um, And I uh, decided to go bush bashing again. Well, I didn't really decide to. I just didn't want want to walk along the highway. And so I was walking along the bush and then sort of getting, getting more and more bush. And then I found myself at the back of someone's property. Um... And the only way out was through their front gate. So I sort of just like snuck past their house, (laughs) went out the front gate and I found myself miraculously on anti-gravity hill, I think. You see, I couldn't really test it because the wind was so strong that anything I put down there to test the rolling would just blow in that direction anyway. It like, it was just an unassuming road. Uh, But on a, it, uh, yeah, it looked like it could have been it. Anyway, it doesn't really matter because what matters is I was on my way to Macedon. Whilst on that way to Macedon, I saw on the map that there was Holgate Brewing, a nice brewery that uh, we got down at the pub down in St Kilda that I used to work at every now and then. So I thought I'd go check out the brewery and they were in Woodend, not Macedon. So I changed my route 
and um, made my way up to the lovely little town of Woodend where I went straight to the Holgate Brewery and I sat, put my stuff down, announced to the bar staff that I am walking around Australia and I would like a glass of water. And a nice um, older couple heard me make that announcement and they offered to buy me a beer and so I sat with them and told them some stories about my days prior and what I was doing and why I was doing it and they bought me a meal and then one of the staff then they left and one of the staff knocked off Diego and I asked him to sit with me and I was was talking about where I could pitch my tent and he was sort of giving me ideas and he's like well actually I've got a spare bed you can just come sleep with me so Diego finished his beer and then we went back to his place and I met his lovely partner Rihanna and we talked for a little while had some beers and uh, then I had a shower and I went to bed in a very very comfy bed the next day I woke up and uh, Diego had gone to go into the city to go bouldering at Northside Boulder Gym or something and Rihanna was there and she'd made me this cup of um, cacao drink it was cacao cayenne pepper and I don't know what else a bit of water it was like a she was drinking it like it was coffee and she said that it sort of helped with your cardiovascular system and woke you up and gave you energy and uh, yeah so I I found all this quite interesting so I decided to ask if she wanted to be interviewed so here we have the interview with Rihanna Rihanna welcome welcome to walkie talkie that's what this podcast is called thank you um so what do you do? Uh, what do you do with yourself? Um, so I am studying to be a naturopath, and I work as a stripper in Melbourne. Cool. And you live in what's what's this place called? Woodend. Woodend. Yeah. Quite a nice town. Yeah, it's really cute. Little little uh, quaint, humble town. Tell me about this um, cocoa ceremony thing. Okay, so we're just currently sitting here with a cup of cacao, so ceremonial grey cacao. Um, so it's actually from the Mayan culture, and they've now started sharing it with the world. So it's like a heart medicine, so both scientifically and spiritually. So it's a cardiovascular stimulant, so it's a, an alternate to coffee if you need that little boost in the morning. But also in a ceremonial setting, it opens up your heart energy chakra and your channels and starts to go through your body and give you emotional healing and release well yeah i've, I've just had a big comfort and i feel like i'm a lot more awake but without the coffee anxiety yeah yeah no jitters don't get any crash at the end of the day either how does it work so this one it has like antioxidants in it and it works on your cardiovascular system so it just um it opens up your blood vessels and the blood flow just starts going through your body much more quickly. Right. Yeah. So you feel a lot more alert and happy. <laughs> I do. How do you get it? Um, I buy it from Keith's Cacao, who is an American guy who moved to Guatemala like 15, 20 years ago um, and just opened up a place there to start learning about cacao and he trains facilitators. So that's how I got my training. Mm-hmm. And yes, I order it through him and he gets 30 plus community um, families in the community to harvest and then roast the cacao beans and everything. And here we are. That's awesome. I know. Is it expensive? It is. It's like, um, 
I think it's like $96 for a 480-gram slab. Uh-huh. And how many... How, many, how much does that work out, work out per portion? Mm, well, if a ceremonial dose is around 28 to 30 grams, mm-hmm. but a ceremonial dose is 46. So... Wow. Yeah. So you get quite a Ten. bit out of it. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah, right. It works out. Like, it's a bit more expensive than coffee, but like... Yeah. It's, it's like 10, right. 10 bucks for a ceremonial dose. Yeah. Sounds fair. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, right? I'll, I'll do that for a little, little healing. Yeah. Cool. Um, yeah. what about William? Tell me any, any spooky stories? Not that I know of. How long have you lived here for? Not that long, only since May last year. So coming up a year. Escaping COVID. Soon. Exactly right. Mm-hmm. Couldn't handle the confines of Melbourne anymore. Yeah. Had to get out. I'm the same. Yeah. 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 <laughs> You're doing it in a very drastic way. I love it. <laughs> yeah. I'm so dramatic. Just like, no, no more. Sell everything. Yeah. Was that a whole process? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Sell everything. I gave most of it away to charity and stuff and friends. Lovely. What did I, what did I sell? Not much. My, my old guitar. I used to have an old, like a really nice guitar mm-hmm. that I sold for a profit, which was good. Nice. And then I was walking down the street, going to, um, just go to JB Hi-Fi in um, St. Kilda uh, on Chapel Street. And there was a brand new guitar shop in the window. It had a left-handed mini guitar in it for 150 bucks. Great. exactly what I needed. Wow. <laughs> so I got that. It was great. That. I was like two days after that. Crazy. Perfect. Crazy world. Yep. That's <laughs> alignment right there. <laughs> yeah. I walked through the pine uh, pine forest on the way here. Just, ah, just over here? It was like a pine Ish. plantation. Just at, yep. the home, just at home wind. Nice. Pretty weird. Is it? Yeah. Because there's like patches of like all these straight and line trees. Yeah. And then there's just patches of like all been ripped up. It looks, it's a weird place to walk through. Yeah. Especially coming out of the forest. Although the forest has been, have you been up there recently since the big, big um, storm? No. Over all the trees? No. It's so many trees down. Really? Yeah. Thousands. A lot of climbing over things, I'm sure. Yeah. 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 Even all the, a lot of the lot smaller roads are blocked. I ended up just like having to bush bash because it was <gasps> easier than walking along the road. Well, Because there were so many down trees. Oh my God. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. It's weird when you get to like the very man-made plantations and mm-hmm. you're like, this is too perfect. Yeah. Yeah. It was weird. You would have got a nice view from Mount Mas- of Mount Macedon there. Or was it cloudy? Uh, I didn't go up the top of Mount Macedon. I went up to the top of Blue Mountain. Right, that's but it. But it was cloudy. Mm. But there was a little bit where I got a good view. I'll show you a picture. Yeah. Uh, took it yesterday. Oh, I showed you yesterday. Actually. Oh, yeah. The, With all the, the fog. The panorama. So nice. Yeah. Yeah. It was nice. Mm. Tell me about this thing you're doing in Byron. What do you do? You go up there and you give the ceremony. Well, the... well, this will be the first time I'm going up there to do it. So uh-huh. it's um, run by my friend Rosie Lockhart, and she's doing an embodied femme four day four day retreat. Uh-huh. So it's just for women, vulva owning people. Um, <laughs> <laughs> in fact, <laughs> um, and we just go and we do heaps of yoga. Um, workshops on embracing yeah your feminine energies and yeah i'll be doing the cacao ceremonies there so i'll just be hosting that for i think it's 12 people which will be nice and intimate Mm -hmm. so we stay at uh tello beach houses which is next to tello beach cool yeah (laughs) it sounds so nice does sound like a nice time yeah Yeah. uh so walking through the ceremony how does it go um so 
when you come in, I just like smudge you down, get all of the stagnant. Yes, smudge you down, get all your stagnant energies out of your body. What's smudging? Um, with like, <laughs> with sage, like okay. a sage smudger. Okay. Um, or Palo Santo. I don't yeah, know what no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> They're just like ritualistic um, things that people have used throughout the years to uh-huh. like clear energies and just make sure it's all positive in the room, pretty yeah, much. Right. Um, and then. I like to keep you in a circle formation so everyone's there with their yoga mats and this, you know, blankets and stuff like that in your little pillow and I just kind of run you through what's going to go go down but pretty much I just take you into like a really relaxed meditative state mm-hmm. and then I start like the sound journey so I told you I do like the sound healing balls yeah. um, and I curate music on on my laptop and that just goes for about an hour and a half of like <clears throat> actually journeying yeah. on their mat there and then I bring you back into the circle and we do some integration through journaling and talking about what you just experienced Yeah, right. and then I like to get everyone to feed each other with beautiful fresh fruit and stuff to make that connection right. more intimate with each other that's cool yeah Wow. Yeah. And then do you go into a big orgy after that? Yeah, that's exactly right. <laughs> then we all take off our clothes and <laughs> just get to town. Wow. Go to town. Sounds yeah. Sounds like a great time. <laughs> I'm sure no men are allowed. <laughs> just this time, just this time, no men. But definitely want to do some, yeah, some male workshops for sure. Yeah, great. Yeah. Yeah. I think that'll be a nice space. I feel like women can, it's like, they probably don't think twice about sitting in ceremony with other women and going, you know, releasing and crying and, but I think men are in need of taking that time out of their lives and just sure. settling down and releasing whatever's held inside. Couldn't agree more. Yeah. I, uh, I was at a river the other day and I just started crying. Really? Yeah. That's nice. Don't know why. Yeah. Didn't, couldn't like, couldn't figure it out. Yeah. Okay. I've been walking for a long time. Mm-hmm. It's a big day. I was going along through the Black uh, Blackwood Forest, the Lauderdale State Forest. Yeah. Just like taking wrong turns and bush bashing and like mm. I was on the path a bit. I only walked like 20 k's that day, but it felt like the hardest day I'd done. 20 k's is a lot. Well, my biggest day so far was yesterday, 34 k's. That's, that's a lot. That's but a that, lot. But, lot. That was, but that was easy <laughs> compared to what I was doing in the forest because well, I was in the forest a bit yesterday. Yeah. But... Yeah, I was really doing it tough. Yeah. And then I got to the river and I sat down and I drew a picture and I started crying. Ah. Yeah. That's that's lovely. Big day that you had though. Yeah, big yeah. day. Yeah. Strained, I guess. Yeah, for sure. And you're probably like, wow, I have so much more to go. Yeah. <laughs> Just getting started. Yeah. Uh, all right, what about naturopathy? Um, well, I'm just in my third year now, but mm-hmm. I'm doing it part-time, so technically... Tell me about the eye thing. Oh, yeah, iridology. Yeah. So, I don't know too much about it yet, because I haven't started studying it. Mm-hmm. I do just know that there's this machine that looks into your eyeballs mm-hmm. and takes a picture, and from that picture, we can get an idea of what's going on systematically within you and within your organs and stuff like that. So, discolorations, dots on your eyes, um, exactly how everything's like looking there, like how everything is placed within your eye also gives you signs on what's going on. Maybe like you've got some problems with your liver or, you know, your lymphatic system isn't working as well as it should be. 
which is yeah really really cool so i can't wait to do that that's crazy i know how like how, how long ago did we realize this is a thing <laughs> i have no idea i've never heard of it before yeah i have no idea yeah right yep crazy i know but that's really really exciting well what have you studied what do you know um what have i started i've done half of my materia medica which is learning the herbs Mm-hmm. So all of the plants that we use as medicine. So I'm starting my other half today. Great. Yep. <laughs> um, I'm doing pathophysiology. Um, I've done What's biology. What's pathophysiology? <laughs> um, that's that's like the disease states within your body. Uh-huh. Um, um, what else have I done? Biology, chemistry history of healing which is looking at every um culture and civilization from the moment we got here on earth that we know of um and their healing modalities and how they've changed up until the modern day now yeah so that was really interesting yeah sure um lots of maggots (laughs) leeches yeah (laughs) yeah oh my god so much bloodletting that is so crazy that they were like oh it just looks like we just need to stab you and just let your blood drain from your body and that'll make you go away (laughs) absolutely crazy stuff but then i think about like all the things that we now think is crazy that they've done and the things that we're currently doing that we will one day think is crazy that we're still currently doing what do you reckon got any got, got any hot tips of what we're gonna think <laughs> is crazy? um not yet but i'll let you know okay. yeah 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 no what don't about, know what, what's what's a crazy thing we do i don't know yeah take an appendix out yeah, see... That, that might prove to be crazy. Yeah, I'm like, it's there for a reason. Yeah. I mean, I get it if it's blowing up. Mm. Take it out. But yeah. hey, it comes in handy. It does. And even your tonsils. Like, I got my tonsils out when I was younger, but now that's been connected to, like, having more autoimmune diseases and being sick more often and stuff. So, sure. there you go. Yeah, I've still got my tonsils and my appendix. Oh, good on you. Yeah. you got the full package. <laughs> I'm 100% that. <max>. Wow. <laughs> Yeah. They haven't taken anything from me yet. Love it. Yeah. Yeah. And then just some psychology and counseling. So that's what I've done so far. Great. So is your goal to be like a shaman? No. <laughs> um, I think that that was maybe a thought that I had a few years ago. Yeah. And then I realized that I should probably just be a naturopath uh-huh. because I didn't know that that even existed. And it kind of incorporated everything. But in the modern day, in the Western world, this is kind of how I'm going to be a modern day shaman. Yeah, right. So a naturopath is like just a natural healer. Yeah, yeah. So we we also learn conventional medicine mm-hmm. and nutrition as well. So it's kind of like the full package. Mm-hmm. So we don't prescribe any of the medicines that your GP will, mm-hmm. but we learn about them all. So we'll say, okay, well, if you're on these ones, mm-hmm. here are maybe some herbs or here are some lifestyle changes that you can implement to help them increase their efficacy. Yeah, great. Pretty much. So, yeah, it's like a lifestyle thing. So we take an hour to an hour and a half in consultation instead of a 15-minute consultation. And we go, what's going on in your life? How are your stress levels? Do you have any, like, anything that you do to, like, help de-stress, emotionally release? Are you connected to any spirituality or religion? And how does that affect you? It's like a whole like taking in everything, like what do you eat in your day to day and then going, okay, so maybe this is what you're presenting with your problems, but maybe these are all of the different places it's stemming from mm-hmm. 
and let's change it into a more healthy lifestyle for you. Cool. Would yeah. you ever prescribe just a good walk? Yeah, 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 100%. Now, like, Canada and Japan, uh-huh. their GPs and their healthcare professionals prescribe forest bathing, which is literally a walk in the forest. Yeah, right. I'm here for it. I feel good. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. Every time I hike, I feel like I'm figuring out any problems that I have. Yeah. I'm like stimulated to do better in my life. You mm-hmm. just feel good. Yeah, I so, feel good. So, 100%. Just connecting with nature. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Disconnecting right. with your phone and people. Yeah. <laughs> All right, should we leave it at that? Do it. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, thanks for doing the interview, Rihanna. Yeah, and, thanks uh, It'll be online tomorrow, hopefully. <laughs> there we have it Rihanna thanks for letting me crash in your spare bed um, so I got things a little bit mixed up before uh, I went to Andy Gravity Hill after I stayed with Diego and Rihanna but anyway from there I made it to uh, Romsey which is a nice town for sure yeah nice um, and I went to the park and they had like a fire pit place there there was like tables all around in a circle and like four different fire fireplaces with like one chimney in the circle under 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 a um, gazebo kind of thing i don't know if i'm describing this very well but i set up fire there and i cooked made myself some food and a, a nice man from the uh, scouts troop nearby asked me if i was all right and if i need anything uh, and I said, no, I'm fine. And he got me some tea bags and I made some tea. And I went off into and um, set up my tent just next to the golf course there. Uh, I heard a lady the next morning being like, oh, there's a tent here. I wonder if there's anybody in it. And then kept walk- walking. Since these people don't really care about tents being put up around town around here. And so then the next day is today. I walked along highways for the whole day, hours. I did 24Ks today. Just along along highways. Um, almost no spur. Um, no Very infrequent tracks. I would walk into on the side, the right side, the side of oncoming traffic. And when a car would come, I would go over to the spur and wait for the car to pass and then continue walking up just the middle of the road there was not much else I could do and then I got here to Wallan 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 where um, I built up the courage to walk into a grocery store as an Indian grocer and I asked the man behind the counter his name's uh, Surinder um, if he needed any jobs done because I need a little bit of rice can I pack some shelves can I move some boxes can I clean up anything I just need a little bit of rice and maybe some nuts and he said how much rice do you need I said a kilo so he went over to the shelf and he gave me a kilo and then he got me some peanuts and then he got me some papadam like things that were like already papadamed uh, and he, he got me like a little vegan wrap out of the freezer and he microwaved it for me and he gave me some Indian fried s- sweet things like orange twirly things and he refused to let me do anything for him in exchange nothing at all 
I don't I don't want to be a charity case, but I mean just how it is, I guess. If people don't want anything in return, then I can't force them to f let me do something for them. So I sat there on the bench and ate all that food, which was delicious. All of it was very nice. I've still got some of those candy things. Those sweet fried things. And then I walked up, walked down the street to a reserve where there's a bowls club and I walked to the bowls club and I asked if I could go camp out the back and they said sure. So here I am, laying down behind the bowls club in my tent, talking to you. So that's once around the block for now. Hopefully I'll have some bet more than just my itinerary of the past week and coming episodes. Uh, maybe some wisdom, but I haven't found any wisdom yet, I don't think. Um, maybe a bit of, bit of wisdom is uh, ask for stuff when you need it. Probably the best way to get it. Alright, this has been Once Around the Block. I've been Max Allen. See you next week. You can check me out online, uh, amateurtramp.com. Also on Instagram, at amateurtramp. On my website, you'll find my daily blog. There'll be some articles coming up on there and stuff. You can also, um, if you like the, the podcast and the blog and you want it to keep going, I need a little bit of money in my life. I'm setting up a little subscription thing where you can subscribe to give me $2.50 a month to help to p help me pay for my phone bill. Because uh, without that phone bill paid for, I won't be able to transmit all this lovely content for you. So, uh, if you feel that way inclined please uh, subscribe to that I've also got an email lists there you can subscribe to you get a weekly email maybe weekly I don't know I've not sent one yet but yeah um, I'm Max Allen this is Once Around the Block thanks again to my guest Rihanna and uh, yeah take it easy